Welcome to Food Fight, the food podcast where we debate food topics despite having no real culinary knowledge, yet we still defend our uneducated opinions to the death. I am your host, Kirk Pinchon. I am your other host, Lindsay Gentile. And each week we take one single food theme and dissect it, discuss it, and debate it within an inch of its life. We offer no answers nor solutions to these food dilemmas, only more chaos and only more listener mail. You know, that's my favorite. All right, here we go. This is a good one. This is from Kathy. Kathy, Kathy's got a lot to say. Some of this you're going to like. A lot of this you're going to like because it's all against me. All right. Yay. You don't have to like it that much. Jeez. Uh, Okay. Hello, Lindsay and Kirk. I love your podcast and listen to every episode from beginning to end as soon as they are released, which is more than what Lindsay does. (laughs) <laughs> she she wrote that. I didn't write that. It's weird that she wrote that. I recommend your pod I recommend your podcast to everyone. Again, more than Lindsay does. I also know that I also know the answers to your unanswered questions. Like on the Thanksgiving episode when you didn't know why canned cranberry was so popular for Super Bowl. It is a part of a cocktail meatball weenie recipe. That's why. Oh, yes. Had no idea. Uh, or Lindsay's favorite donut, the raised glaze, not raised in an oven, Kirk. They have yeast in it and must be proofed, a.k.a. raised before frying, also called yeast donuts. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. she knows a lot. Kathy knows a lot. I'm just the plethora of useless food knowledge that you guys need. Then she says, she's got more. Uh, in closing, I hate to say this. In closing, shout out to Theo. Theo, you are my favorite stand-in. I work Aww. with high school students every day, and you seem to be one impressive, almost adult, and smart too. He's right next to me. <laughs> no, stop. Work hard in your AP European history. It was not bragging like your dad said. Tell him that taking AP classes ultimately will save him money in the long run. They fucking better. Um <laughs> Keep up the good work, guys. I await an invitation to be a Zoom guest. Stay safe during the pandemic. Yes, Lindsay, we are having a pandemic. So she confirmed that there is a pandemic. Uh, so it's not just me saying it. It's it's like other people saying it, too. Yeah. Yes. But it's like, it'll be over tomorrow, right? I mean, that's how this oh, works. Oh, yeah. Like, go ahead and start, like, clubbing like you used to do. Clubbing, yeah. yeah. I'm sure I've been clubbing the past couple of years. <laughs> I'd love to see you go clubbing. Oh, I like this listener. Kathy's great. Now, Kathy sent another one after I responded and has something to say. Okay. This I don't like. Uh, She says, first of all, Lindsay is right about the pronunciation of Spanakopita. Oh, Spanakopita. Yeah. Oh, because I'm saying P. I'm saying Spanakopita. You're saying Spanakopita. My way sounds sexier. I'm just saying, even though it's uh, wrong, it sounds just. I beg just, to differ. Okay, well, I tried. Uh, so, and then uh, to add more insult to injury, she uh, says as well. Yikes, Kirk! Rhubarb is not a root. I know. My wife told me. Um, but the stem of the leaf is the edible part. The leaves, though lovely, are super toxic and should never be used to decorate a plate or ever eaten. Wow! Didn't know that. As Kathy, you are a wealth. Of food knowledge. If we ever decide to have a special guest on that's not Theo, we will reach out to you. Thank you so much, Kathy. Uh, if you have a question or comment, send to us at foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com. That's foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com. And we'll read it on the air. Jesus Christ. How's it said again? Say it again. What? The, the, the. Spanakopita? Say it again. Spanakopita. 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 It's not, it's just not Italian. <laughs> okay. That's my problem. My problem is I'm too Italian. That must be it. That's what sure. everyone says. That's what everyone says. Um, time for poll time. I am so, I didn't vote this week. Okay. I didn't vote either, but you saw we did a tie poll and I asked our Instagram followers, pad tie, basic or the best? Do you want to guess? How many people, how many people voted? A little over 600. I'm going to go with the best. You are correct. Woo! Best one, 59% 59 to 41%, closer than our normal ones. Usually they're 
their uh, dunkathons. But yeah, 59% said pad thai is the best. 41% said basic. Sometimes basic is the best. Like sometimes basic is really good and that's why it's basic and that's why everyone wants it. That's a, that's a very, very good point. And that's why you're the best. Thank you. Because you're basic. Thank um, you. What is that hand gesture? It's me being like, dee. <laughs> oh, okay. I got you. I got you. I, interestingly enough, uh, when I uh, posted it Tuesday morning, basic hit hard. Like basic was winning for the morning. Like it was like uh, 55%, 35%. And then as the day progressed, the, the best people were like, no, we're not having it. They're yeah. not letting you besmirch Pad Thai. Look, do I think it's the most basic thing on the menu besides um, chicken satay? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it is. But I still stand by it. If it's a good Pad Thai, it's a delicious Pad Thai. That, that is very true. And as you said, basic is the best. And you can look up for our food polls every Tuesday morning on our Yummy Instagram page. But let's get into our main topic which is the holidays. Happy holidays, Kurt. Happy holidays, Linz. We are digging into holiday eating. Um, I'm going to give a little bit of disclaimer here before mm. we go on. Um, we're going to be talking a lot about American traditional holiday eating. So it'll lean very Anglo-Saxon, though mm. we'll delve into some other things. You know, we're going to acknowledge there are many other tr traditions and cultures that celebrate the holidays differently. So if there's something that we miss, feel free to hit us up at foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what we missed this holiday season. Tell us what's good and tell us what and we'll read it on the air because uh, sure as shit, we're going to miss something. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't even do Christmas meals. No, I just you eat don't. Chinese food and go to the movies. Which so. is so great because we're going to talk about that in about three minutes and 37 seconds. Great. But before we do, I'm going to hit you with an aside. Hmm. Hey, Linz. Yeah. What's your favorite holiday song? I'm so glad you asked this because I had this conversation yesterday. So it's a little fresh in my mind. Okay. There's something very special to me about Jingle Bell Rock. <laughs> Whoa, I did not see that coming at all. Yeah. Well, what did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say All I Want for Christmas is You. No, I mean, I think that's a great song. But I thought that would be the one that meant something to you. No, Jingle Bell Rock, like, reminds me of, like, my childhood and my family and stuff. And it's just, it's just such a cute little song. That's very sweet. Mine is This Christmas. What's that one? And this, I got to sing now. I can't sing. Then this Christmas will be a very special Christmas for me. Dun, 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 dun. Say it again, say it again, say it again. It's, I don't think army. I know that song. You know it. Once you hear it, you'll be like, oh, I apologize. I know it. It's, it's an R&B uh, Christmas song. Okay. I think originally done by Donny Hathaway, but everyone has done it now. Um, I'm going to yell at my son on air right now. Hey, Theo. Stop slurping your Thai tea. Remember when Kathy said you were a perfect child? You suck. <laughs> Boom. I love you, Lindsay. Lindsay just said, remember when Kathy said you were a perfect child? You suck. Stop slurping your Thai tea. <laughs> Thank you. Ah, Okay. So one more thing about a song. In an, al in an alternate world, mm. what would be the first song on the Christmas album of Swept Away. Oh, ugh. So probably. you guys like, this is your it, second, this is your second album because you had the first album, which was a hit. And then you're like, well, you guys got to do a Christmas album. I wouldn't have been singing it. It would have been this girl, Jamie, that was like another singer, mm -hmm. but she would have wanted to do Santa Baby and like, and <laughs> like a gross <laughs> way. <laughs> Oh, like really like sexy? Yeah, oh. just really gross. And you'd be just kind of going along with it. and I'd be like step touching in the background. <laughs> oh, I just, I thought of that for some reason this morning. I'm like, I would love if that was a thing. That's, 
That sounds as, as much as I don't want to see that. That just sounds like pretty on brand for a girl. Also, group. we were all Jewish, so we wouldn't have done a Christmas <laughs> album anyway. No, you would have done a Christmas album because the uh, your managers would have been like, "We're doing a Christmas album." No, because she was Jewish too. I don't think it would have happened. But if it did have to happen, Jamie would have definitely wanted to do Santa Baby, and it would have been really gross. Okay, uh, that's great. I, again, I could talk about Swept Away four days. I might just do my own podcast where I talk about it to myself. But let's let's get into some uh, Christmas food traditions. I'm going to start with stuff around the world. And some of this is super, super interesting. So let's dig in. So Japan. In Japan, the Christmas season is the most wonderful time of the year for a Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, interesting. About 3.6 million Japanese families eat KFC on Christmas Eve, and they often need to reserve their meals up to two months in advance. Wow. Right? I wonder how that started. Don't know. I don't really care about KFC, but I find that fascinating. I think that's super cool. Just the fact that you're like, we let's reserve that meal from... KFC. Yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah, that's real, real crazy. Uh, would you eat KFC on Christmas Eve as a, a Jewish person? Um, as a person, I haven't had KFC in like twenty years, so Same. no. Okay, all right. Well, it's then just let's move not to... what I'm going to eat. No, same, same. Let's go to Bulgaria, where they eat. I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Kolovo. K-O-L-I-V-O, Kolovo, which is, oh boy, this is boiled wheat with sugar and walnuts. It's the first item to appear on tables on Christmas Eve. Similar to pudding, sometimes served with honey, poppy seed, grains, rice, beans, or dried fruit. It's like a porridge almost. You know what would be in there? Raisins? Raisins. Yeah, so you're like, hell no. I was... Down with it until they said the fruit thing. Yeah, then you're like, oh, there's going to, there's going to be. A there's just going to be because it's like the cheapest fruit to throw in there. Yeah, so you were getting way excited, like, oh no, 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 I'd eat that, and then the raisins, the dried fruit came in, and you're like, no. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Even though I don't mind raisins as much as you, I, I would try this, but I don't want the dried fruit in. Just mm. give me the, mm. give me the honey and the grains, and the rice. Philippines. Plain and simple, whole roast pig. Oh. Oh, yes. Yes, whole roast pig. Don't make a face on the whole roast pig. I just can't get behind it, you guys. I'm sorry. (laughs) But you like ham. You like bacon. I like small amounts of ham, and I like bacon. You can, A, you said you love to honey-bake ham and chided me for saying that honey-bake hams are gross. Remember I like that? a piece or two, but I don't want to see a pig oh, being Oh, you don't want to see, you don't want to like cut a little slice off his butt and... No. No? No, okay. it actually makes me want to die. Okay. I'm going to make you want to die more because in high school, our senior year, our senior cut day, a couple of guys decided to roast a pig. Oh. And as they roasted it, there were just like worms coming out of it. What? Yeah. I don't know where they got this fucking pig. But there were, were and I was like, don't, no one eat that pig, man. They're like, it's fine, pinch on. I was like, nope, don't eat that pig. I would like never eat ham again if I saw that. Yeah, it was, it was pretty. That's uh, why you don't like ham. <laughs> I scarred my senior year in yeah, high school. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, it was, a, it was a rough beat. It was a rough beat. A couple more. Let's go to Greece, where they, uh, the home of Spenacopita. Spenacopita. There you go. That's really difficult to say. Spanakopita. Uh, sweet orange zest cookies soaked in honey and topped with walnut. Interesting. That interesting says a lot. I'm going to say, I'm before you decide, I'm going to say no. Because that is, orange zest is terrible. It just depends on how orangey we're talking here. You know, like a subtle orange is nice. And if it's too orangey, if the, if the ratio is off, it's just... I don't need it. I don't want a cookie with zest on top and then honey soaked. It's soaked with honey. I don't want that. I like the honey idea. But I need more information on the uh, orange idea. All I have is that it's a holiday treat that regularly appears on tables in Greece known as 
Oh boy, let me try this one. If I can't say spanakopita, I'm not going to say this. Mellow macarona. Malamba. Macarona. <laughs> Chunk stuffers. Chunk stuffers. Uh, it's similar to baklava. Baklava is pretty good. So that maybe it's just the orange zest. That, I don't know. I love baklava. Ooh, we should do a Greek episode. Mm, I love Greek food. All right, we're going to do a Greek episode in 2020. Uh, last one, very big in Latin America, tamales. Do you like tamales? I do. And my last boyfriend was Mexican and we always had tamales for Christmas. That's so funny because one of my wife's best friends is also Mexican and she throws uh, a tamale party. Yeah. They make a bunch All together day. and then you get a bunch of them go in the freezer. I mean, yes. you get tamales for days. Yes. I don't like tamales. Oh, I like them a lot. <laughs> wow. Very affirmative. You uh, have to have like a, once you have a good tamale, you're like, aha, I see. I I go to the tamale party and eat the homemade uh, salsa and chips while the tamales are being made and then don't eat the tamales. Well, the problem with tamales is that it's really easy to mess up. It's really mm -hmm. easy for it to be like too masa-y, you know? But when you get a good one, like I have a client that makes them and- Spoiler alert, puts raisins in them. Oh, hey now. And they are real good. Even with the raisins? Yes. So you'll eat the raisins or do you pick them out? No, I eat the raisins. Really? Yeah. That's it's meant to odd. be there in like an authentic Mexican tamale. It's from this like particular region. I'm eating it the way it's meant to be. You know... Raisins are meant to be in oatmeal raisin cookies. <laughs> the guy that I'm dating, uh, <laughs> he, picked a, he picked a cookie out the other day and um, like we were at a store and he was like, I think I'll just get a cookie. And so like I watched him very carefully, like to see what <laughs> cookie he was going to bring. Yeah. And I couldn't see the bottom of like the sign and it said mm -hmm. oatmeal on top. And I was like, Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. No. And then when he pulled the the cookie up and I could see the rest of the sign said oatmeal chocolate chip. And I was like, oh thank God. Oh thank God. You're like, oh, I was gonna have to break up with this guy in the middle of the store. Yeah, I was really nervous about it. Oh, that's hysterical. I would really I don't want your relationship to end, but I would love it if it was an oatmeal raisin and that you guys worked it out. You know what? Sometimes it's better because then we don't have to share. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. You can get your own damn cookies. And Wait. You, yeah. Oh, agree. Right. 100 percent. Because sharing cookies is stressful. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's get into some of our own traditions. Those are some traditions around the world. Let's get into our own traditions. Uh, you want to comment on this because... You're Jewish, and mm -hmm. the big thing to do on Christmas uh, for Jewish people is what? Always Chinese food and a movie. Yes, which is really funny because my mom's uh, my mom's husband, my stepdad, for is Jewish, and for just decades that's what he did and then married my mom and now we do Christmas together when we can but that's was his that was his thing is like go to you go and the restaurant is packed yeah it's and packed. usually if someone would invite me to like a Christmas dinner then I would do that Christmas Eve and then I would oh. have the Christmas dinner with the friends so I would okay. still get in the Chinese yes. food movie tradition yes so this has been a tradition for you for for like ever uh, yeah. The, yeah, since the beginning of time. Also, like when you're Jewish, I mean, it, I'm sure it's not everybody, but none of my friends celebrate Hanukkah. So like mm -hmm. all week this week, like nobody gives a shit about Hanukkah. Uh -huh. So we kind of have to celebrate Christmas because no one gives a shit about Hanukkah. So like that's our also our day because we don't have Hanukkah because no one cares. But you do it in your own way, which is Chinese food in a movie. Yes. What's what's the Chinese food you're getting on Christmas Day? What, what, what do you get in general? I mean, you know that I don't really love Chinese food. I know. I know. So it's, I, we're going to work that out. We're going to work that out. I go with like an orange chicken or like All a right. general Tao chicken. All right. That's yeah. respectable. 
that's definitely respectable. Mm-hmm. Here's what I did. I found doing some digging on this. This is from an NPR article, 2017. Uh, they say, "Quote: Chinese food on Christmas has become a, as American. Wait, Chinese food on Christmas has become as American Jewish as apple pie." Rabbi Joshua Plout, the author of A Kosher Christmas, Tis the Season to Be Jewish. He said, uh, at least since 1935. Cities that uh, uh, in from the New York Times, a man by the name of Eng Shi Chuck brought chow mein on Christmas Day to the Jewish children's home in Newark, New Jersey. That's the first written citation of Jewish people eating Chinese food on Christmas. Well, we just saw it as nothing's open on Christmas but Chinese food, and that's why we go get Chinese food. Yes, and that's it's funny too because uh, my wife's. Uh, parents they had a chinese restaurant in chicago and uh, they were open they don't yeah. close and that's i think really where it came from to be yes, honest exactly my christmas day traditions oh wait i'm sorry are you going to be doing that uh, this christmas no because there's no such thing as movie theaters anymore no but are you going to like ordering chinese food No, because I am, spoiler alert, I will not really be here for Christmas Eve. That's right. Um, So I would do that. Well, maybe I'll get it for dinner on Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day. Christmas Day, my little pod is going to do like a real traditional Christmas, but... I don't know about COVID. I don't know if I want to be in... (laughs) I I don't know if I want to be inside with anyone right now, honestly. I understand. So I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll just order it for myself, you know? Aw. That's still something. We had a weird scare this week, and I'm like, eh, I don't know if I want to be inside with anyone. Makes sense. Makes sense. I mean, at least you're acknowledging we're in a pandemic. Oh, we're in it. It got closer than ever this week, for sure. (laughs) Wow. Okay, well, here are my traditions for what I've typically done uh, over Christmases over the years when I'm at home. Uh, the dinner is just essentially steak, which is great. Happy to have mm. it. Love steak. But this Christmas for me is all about the lunch. Mm. And this mm-hmm. is what we do for lunch. It's just a pl- it's just a mishmash of various appetizers. So every Christmas, shrimp cocktails. Wow. Baked salami. A homemade cheese dip with uh, veggies and homemade pita chips and pigs in a blanket. Wow, that sounds really good. It's really good, and it's just all on the table, and you just pile on your plate. Uh, the baked salami, which is great, it's just thick-cut baked salami that's baked in with um, honey mustard. Mm, wow. Really good. Cheese dip is like these – cheese dip is just so bad for you. It's like four different soft cheeses all mixed into one. And then you eat pita chips with it, and then pigs in a blanket. And it's the best because you have some – you watch some TV, have a little more. Yeah. You watch a little more TV. You take a nap. Yeah, naps are really important for Christmas Day. Crucial. Crucial for your mental health. Crucial for your eating. To get yeah. to so you can get over that hump and get into that next round, which is really what I'm here for when I'm talking about the holidays. Just I just want to eat. I just want to eat. Yeah. This year, if I do go inside with other humans, uh, we talked about getting bagels in the morning from Yeasty Boys um, and doing like bagels in the morning and then doing like an early dinner. There you go. So you're doing it. You're doing it. Um, Let's get into some of the traditional American holiday eats. I want to hear your thoughts on some of these. Do you enjoy the eggnog? Um, I enjoy a coquito. Explain what a coquito is. I don't know what that is. Um, I don't know the difference between I don't really drink eggnog. Let me look. First coquito. I hope you're making this up. That would be really funny. No, coquito is maybe it's just the kind of rum. So Coquito is Puerto Rican eggnog, basically, um, but they don't add as much sugar. Maybe that's why I don't like the eggnog as much. So it has mm, condensed okay. milk and the cream of the coconut, um, and eggnog has raw eggs and more sugar. So I tend to like Coquito is like a very strong 
um, rum and it has coconut. And I just like the flavor better than an eggnog. Oh, look at that. Never heard of that. Wouldn't drink it because I don't like thick drinks and eggnog and the, the, what's it called again? Coquito is a bit thinner. Is it a little thinner? Okay. Yeah. Because it's just the coconut. Okay. Oh, interesting. I mean, yeah. I would try that. Do you ever get an eggnog latte from Starbucks? No, I don't drink any. <laughs> I drink black coffee. Oh, okay. Well, oh. this hardcore. That stuff is way too sweet for me. I agree. I agree. I um, I wish I had the courage to drink black coffee or any coffee because I think it's cool. But I don't. Speaking of coffee, let's get into some Christmas cookies because they go so well with coffee. Mm-hmm. And let's do it in the yay or nay game. Okay. Okay. Yay or nay Christmas cookies. I'm going to go over a whole list of Christmas cookies. Sprinkle Christmas cookies. Uh, yay. Why is there even a pause on that? That's not an immediate yay for you? Yay, sure. Oh my God, I picked like the most simple. Okay, what about just plain shortbread butter cookies? Eh, I could live without it. Why did I even bother doing this? I'm going to eat it if it's in my face, but like it's not, I don't need it. Peanut butter with a Hershey kiss. Sure. You're not excited about this as I wanted to be. Frosted cookies. Oh my God. Some of them just aren't as good as you want them to be. Do you even care about cookies in the holiday season? I do. I just don't like crunchy cookies. What? I like soft, delicious cookies. A peanut butter cookie with the Hershey's kiss on it isn't a crunchy cookie. I said yay for that. You said it in an attitude that was bothered by it. Took a minute to think about it because I've never had one. All right. Well, let me just finish these out just to finish them out before I lose my mind. Gingerbread cookies. Yay. Okay. Molasses cookies. Yay. Snowball cookies. What's that? That's the one that's got like the uh, powdered sugar. They're like little small balls. Yes, I can get down with that. Okay. Meringue cookies. Yeah, yes. Oh, wow. So you said yes to all of them. Some of them are good. Some of them are tough. Okay. I'm going to go through them. Sprinkles. Hell yes. The best ones. Shortbread butter. Hell yes. Just like sprinkles, but naked. Peanut butter with Hershey's Kiss. It's peanut butter and chocolate. What's not to love about it? Frosted. Wonderful. Hit you with the caveat. You can only eat so, only eat so many frosted cookies before you get sick. Mm-hmm. They really hit you hard. Gingerbread cookies. Fuck gingerbread cookies. They're terrible. Molasses cookies. Fuck molasses cookies. They're terrible. Snowball cookies. Delightful. Want them all in my mouth. Meringue cookies. Fuck those. Those are just as bad as gingerbread cookies. Gingerbread, the ones you're talking about, are they soft? Either or. I like the soft ones. I don't okay. care about the other ones. Um, I can I can appreciate that you'd want the gingerbread one softer because a hard gingerbread cookie, you're like. Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, I'm busting a bicuspid. I don't want that. But even the soft, I, I don't like those. I don't like I don't like a molasses gingery. Mm, I love it. Uh, and then like the meringue cookies. When you eat a meringue cookie, it's like got that like squeak. When you mm-hmm. bite into it, it irks me. It irks me. What about those like, okay, so the snowball cookies, we call those Italian wedding cookies, right? Yes. Yes, exactly. What about, have you ever had those like pine nut cookies? Yes. Those Those I feel like are kind of Christmassy, right? Yes, definitely. Those are really good. See, now I'm curious because those are a little crispy. They're not soft. I know. I can get down with those. I like crispy. I don't like. There's a Crunchy? difference between, I know, it's hard to explain. I I don't need like those shortbread cookies. That's way different to me than like a crunchy chocolate okay. chip cookie. I see what you're saying. You know? I see what you're saying. I'm here for the shortbread. I like a crunchy cookie. I like a soft cookie. Just don't give it to me in the form of a gingerbread or molasses or meringue. Let's get into peppermint bark. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Peppermint bark. I like that whole like flavor <laughs> profile, so I'm into it. <laughs> no, thank you. Here's I think my it's th- properly rated. Ooh, okay. I think it's overrated. I feel like peppermint bark is to Christmas 
what pumpkin spice is to fall. Mm. It's just people get overly excited about it. And mm. I think they're too pepperminty in the sweet sense and not enough, not enough minty, but a little too sweet. Mm. And also, isn't it? It's white chocolate. Yeah, but I'm okay with that. Okay. I love white chocolate. I like yeah, white chocolate. I I'm like white, cho- white chocolate. It's not my favorite chocolate, but I lo- I like it okay. a lot. Mm-hmm. I think that people who eat peppermint bark but bag on plain white chocolate are hypocrites. I think that you have to realize like when you when you grow up Jewish, I've only had peppermint bark like three times and I'm like, oh, this is great. Why didn't I know about this earlier in my life? Like there's a lot of things that you learn. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. But in general, I do think I'm not a fan of peppermint bark. Too sweet, too, don't don't need it. Too, Hmm. I don't like, okay, here's a good segue. Do you like candy canes? Yes. Do you really? Yeah, because I like all of that minty kind of stuff. But it's not, it's more sweet than minty. I don't like the spearmint ones, but I like the red and white ones. Okay. How do you eat your, how do you eat your candy cane? Um, I like sucking them for a little while and then I like crunch them until my teeth fall out. Okay. Okay. Do you go hook or do you go end? Oh, I go end. You go end. Do you ever... Suck the end till it gets sharp, like, so it's like a, a shank. I mean, when I was younger, I did, but like, who has time for that now? You know, I'm busy. My. I'm like really busy. <laughs> you can do a lot of stuff. It's like, yeah. what are we doing, you guys? <laughs> what am I? I'm in my thirties trying to make a shank out of a candy cane. And then yeah. what? Who am I going to stab? Well, I live I alone. Mean, <laughs> if you're my daughter, you will stab me is what she did two days ago. <laughs> Where she just sucked it down to a shank and then just, as a joke, stabbed me with it, which was it's real very fun. sharp. It yeah, it'll fuck you up. It'll fuck you up, and there's no evidence. You eat the evidence. Mm-hmm. Perfect crime. Perfect mm-hmm. crime. We're gonna get into some real, real heavy desserts right now that I've never had. That I'm curious if you've had or know about. So, Turkish delight. Do you know of it? Have you ever I feel seen like I've it? heard of it, but I don't know if I've had it. I've never had it. In theory, I thought it was going to be wonderful because Turkish Delight is big in the book. Uh, you probably read as a kid, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Yeah. There's a whole thing of like, you get all the Turkish Delight you want, and you're like, oh, that must be good. It doesn't sound good. It is a gel of starch and sugar Chopped up with, and in it is chopped dates, pistachios, hazelnuts, or walnuts. It's all, it's all bound together like in a gelatinous little square. I think I have had that. Okay. And then it's flavored with either rose water, bergamot orange, or lemon. Yeah. See, that's where you lose me. Yeah. Yeah, that's like the – when I hear stuff like that, I think of the, the Thai desserts you gave me in the last episode that were heavily grandma perfumed. Yeah. Uh, they kind of had me until that. Oh, you were going to – you were down with the gel well, and I the like dates. dates. Mm-hmm. I love dates. I love like that kind of stuff. Um but I don't need soaked in anything. Are you? But if it did, wasn't soaked in it, you're going to eat the little cubes of gelatinous – Goodness. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'm going to hard pass on that. Hard pass. Isn't Turkish Delight also like a chewing tobacco or like some sort of cigarette? There is something called that. I can't remember what that's called. That is so funny. Yeah. Yes. Something you could smoke, right? Yes. Yeah. Something you Shocking that you would know that. I mean. (laughs) Jeez. Um, Fruitcake. Ever had it? I've never had it. Never. I don't think I've ever had it. I've never, legit, I've never seen it except on sitcoms. Oh, I've seen it in grocery stores. Yeah, but like in a giant. No, I've never. I almost bought you one for this episode, and then I was like, that's such a waste. That's so fucking mean. I saw a little one, and I thought of getting it, and then I was like, that would be, no, like I can't. can't You went against your general 
distaste for me and said, hey, it's well, the holiday. It's I'm going to be better. such a holiday thing yeah. that people get. And I've just, I don't think I've ever had it in my life. That's the thing. I've never seen any, I've never seen it at a Christmas party. I've never seen anyone do it as a joke. No one yeah. has ever given it to me. So I've never, I've only know it from pop culture references. Right. So that's why I'm like, I'm almost like, does it even really, I know it exists, but in my head, I'm like, I've never seen it in person. So it's like the right. Loch Ness Monster. You I hear, hear it and it's not there. Um, a Yule log. Have you ever had a Yule log? This I've seen IRL, but I don't know if I ate it because it looks real nasty. <laughs> it's a chocolate sponge cake shaped like a log. I can understand why, but it is just chocolate cake. I feel like I've had this. It, you know what it is? It's like a softer ho-ho. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. It's a less firm ho-ho. It's like a little too much. Really? Well, I bet so should, if you should got... we change it? Should we change it to the name of a Lindsay? Zing! Hey-oh! I bet if you got a homemade one, it would be really good. Yeah. I think what turns me off is like the packaged, like oh, mass-produced. Okay. It's like eating a ho-ho. Mm-hmm. Like, I, w- I would like a cake like that. Yes. Fresh cake, but I don't want something like that. You don't want you know? your Yule Log store-bought. Yeah, I don't want my Yule Log store-bought. Or as we're now calling it, the Lindsay Log. Yeah, I don't want it. Oh, the Lindsay Log. Coming to a store near you. Sticky toffee pudding. Ever have sticky that toffee? That I've had and it's really good. Explain it to me then. Is it a bread pudding? I've never had it. No, it's like a cake. Oh, okay. That is spongy. And then you pour like the sticky toffee, like it's not pudding. It's like more liquidy. So it's like soaks it up like a, I would imagine like maybe that's what like a rum cake is like. Oh, okay. Is the sticky toffee the, is it like caramel that you're pouring on it? Kind I hate caramel, of, so I'll never eat it. But thinner than that. Oh, okay. Okay. Kind of, though. I don't know if you would like it because you don't like that flavor, yeah. but like, kind of. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to, just based on your description, I'm going to say hell I would no. say it's spongy and very moist because of mm-hmm. whatever's in the middle of it. And then maybe sometimes there's like an actual toffee-like a uh, snowflake, like hard candy, uh, you know, kind of thing. But it's not a pudding. Okay. All right. Speaking of puddings, bring us some figgy pudding. I don't know if I've ever had that. Never had it. Here's why you'll never eat it. Take a guess why you'll never Raisins. eat it. Raisins. Yes. Just, that's just the tip of the iceberg. This is figgy pudding. Um, it includes breadcrumbs eggs, brown sugar, suet, which is fat, raisins, currants, candied orange peels, nutmeg, cloves, allspice, and alcohol. (laughs) Nope. There's so many things on that list that are not okay. Is, oh, let's go through it. But before we do, fun fact, there are no figs in figgy pudding. You know what the worst part of that is? Not the raisins, is the suet? The orange. The orange peel, yes. Like, why are we doing that? Yeah, no, I agree. No, is it candied? Is that what you said? Candied orange peels. Oh, my God. (laughs) Gross. Gross. No, thank you. Don't bring us the figgy pudding. I would eat any... (laughs) <laughs> we broke Lindsay. Like the fat, I kind of get. I'm sure you can't taste the fat. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? Yeah. But the orange peel, like you can't get away from that. No, cannot. Cannot. Would you eat that over a roast pig that was in front of you? Which one would you eat? Oh, I would eat the f- the figgy pudding. No way! Oh yeah. my god, really? 
I have an animal thing. But you eat meat. I know, but like I don't cook meat and I don't like thinking about it. Okay. All right. Well, that's going to suck for you in our next segment because that's all we're talking about. No, I'm okay talking about me. I just like a roasted pig. Like I just see the pig. Okay. It's pretty, steak, when you get that I can skin. see a steak. I don't see a cow like I see. Okay. You know what I mean? You, you don't want to see how the sausage is made. No. <laughs> Emphatic no. No. Okay. Um, all right. Well, let's get into some meats here. Turkey. I've never, uh, ever had turkey on Christmas, and I think it should be only for Thanksgiving. Thoughts? I don't care about turkey in a... I, I like sliced turkey deli turkey. We mm-hmm. talked about this in Thanksgiving yes. episode. I don't think I've ever had turkey for anything but Thanksgiving. Yes. And I just don't think we need, I'd much rather have chicken, which is what I typically people make like a hen of some sort. Yeah. I would love a hen and, or a roast chicken, which is another thing. Roast. Mm -hmm. See, I know, I know it's similar, but like a roast chicken for Christmas. Yes. A turkey. I go, what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing making a turkey on Christmas? I feel like you're trying to show off if you're making a turkey for Christmas and Thanksgiving, you're like, yeah, I just made it again for Christmas. You know, no big deal. I've never seen anyone make it, so I don't know. Nor I, but it is a traditional um, Christmas dinner. Also, traditional Christmas dinner that I say, hell no, you're going to say, yeah, ham. That is definitely very Christmassy. And like, I'm down for like a, a slice or two of ham. You're down for a slice or two ham with pineapple on it. I don't need pineapple. Are you good with, because sometimes they'll cover it in brown sugar. Maybe a little. I don't want to, I don't need anything that sweet. Yeah. That's the problem with ham. They always try to make it sweet. And I I don't need that. I don't need that. Um, Roast lamb. Do you eat lamb? I've never asked that of you. Are you a lamb fan? No. No. I understand. That's another one of those things, you know? Yeah. I like loved lamb chop when I was little. Oh, like chops are so good. Lamb chop, sing along. No, I mean like the show. So like when you just wait, think, what? When you think lambs are cute when you're little, like you don't really want to eat a lamb. Yeah, no, my daughter's like that. Like we don't eat lamb in the house, but if we go to a restaurant, we'll want to get lamb. She will not partake in it. Yeah. Can we take a beat and go back to what you were singing? Lamb chop. The puppet? Yes. Well, don't be mad at me. What is the what is the No, when song? I was little, I used to it's lamb chops, play along where kids come. Na, 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 dee, 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 I have no idea what that is. Really? No. It's from the show. It's the, the theme song of the show. And the show was called Lamb Chop? Mm-hmm. Never heard of it. Okay. Really? When I was no. little, I was obsessed with that. Oh, young Lindsay obsessed with lamb chop is just hysterical to me. I love it. All right. Well, then let's do one more. Roast beef or prime rib. They are a little different. I can get down with that. That to me seems, if I had to rank them all, roast beef slash prime rib, turkey, ham, roast chicken, roast lamb. To me, roast beef or prime rib seems the most Christmassy. Um, I don't know because I don't do traditional like Christmas, but it seems a little wedding banquety to me, but I feel like that's Uh, kind of what Christmas is. Ooh, look at that comparison, Lindsay. I like that a lot. It's like a little, like you got a bunch of people coming over, so you got to make a thing that's easy to slice. It's going to be cold by the time people get it. So like we're making a, making a roast, you know? Yeah. No, I like that. I like the comparison to a wedding. That's uh, that is old school. We're gonna get into some random things right now. Just completely random things that I feel are Christmassy. Some that I've read about. Some that I've never had. Starting with brie. I feel mm. brie is the most Christmassy cheese you can have, or the most I, holiday I, cheese. I agree. Brie is for holidays, mm-hmm. special occasions. You're spreading it. It's luxurious. You could bake it. Yeah. Oh, baked brie. Come at me with the baked brie. Mm-hmm. Also, it's all because 
even though this isn't the cheese episode, it's like Brie on a Tuesday or Wednesday that's not the holiday seems less special than Brie at a holiday. Well, I can eat a Brie on a Tuesday or Wednesday, but I think it's nice part of a spread for a holiday, yeah. but I think you could have it without. You're, you're Brie all day, every day. I It's not my favorite cheese. Oh, that's but true. But I, I mean, I think I don't see it as like just a holiday cheese. Okay. All right. Have you ever had mold wine? Yes. Oh, of course you have. I knew you have. I'm here for it. You are here for it. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be too sweet for you. No, I only had mold wine for the first time a couple of years ago, maybe like three years ago. And I think it's very festive and I can get behind it for the holidays. Okay. For those who don't know, mold wine is a spiced wine. It's usually made with red wine with various mulling spices, which are cinnamon, cloves, allspice, and nutmeg, and sometimes raisins. I've never had it with raisins. Okay. I'm yeah. sure you have not. I've had it with like a cinnamon stick, you know? That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's probably pretty good. I'm wondering, and this is just off the outline as I'm looking at it, are raisins holiday-ish? We're getting a lot of yeah, raisin they action. Are a little, they are a little holiday-ish. Yeah. I wonder why that is. I'm just realizing that now that as we're talking about this, lots of raisins goes into holiday eats. Yeah. And you not hear for most of it. No, but I don't really eat things on the holidays that have raisins in it. But I could see like it's a fruit you could bake easily and throw mm. into things. Like it makes sense. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Let's do a few more before we get into how's it taste. Red cabbage made with festive spices. I've seen this everywhere when I was doing this outline. Never had that in my life. Never had it either. We both love cabbage. We both love red cabbage. I'm a little worried about a red cabbage with festive spices. Hmm. Like what, would, what kind of festive spices so are we talking about? Like right here? cinnamon, cloves, allspice, nutmeg. Yeah, I don't want it. I know what I know what you you want the red cabbage vinegared. Yeah. Yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're smart. Yeah, I get it. Uh mac and cheese during the holiday. We See, talked about one. this for Thanksgiving, too. And it came back, yeah, it came back around when I was doing this. That I was like, wow, there's a lot of mac and cheese going I'm on. I'm okay with it. It's comfort food, you know. I'm going to say it should have mac and cheese over the, the Christmas holidays than the Thanksgiving holiday. Because you already have mashed potatoes and stuffing mm. and yams. And right. that's very definitively Thanksgiving. Right. So why not just... Why not just push mac and cheese into the uh, a month later and make it for your Christmas time? Yeah, I hear you. All right, thank you. Someone does in this world. Two more things that I'm going to say f off to: glazed parsnips and carrots and mustard and honey. (laughs) Mustard. You know what? I bet that's really good. Really? Yeah. I don't know. It seems like a mushy, sweet goodness. No, I just uh, had carrots with a little honey and it was really good and it wasn't too sweet. Yeah. Okay. It was good. Maybe I stand corrected. I'll leave parsnips. I love carrots. I love parsnips. Yeah. They're good stuff. They're good stuff. (laughs) Excuse me. Bless you. Last thing that I don't know why this is, and it seems ridiculous, but you know one of the most popular, this thing made the list of like, Things to eat on the Christmas. This is what mm. I saw on almost every list. Mixed nuts. Interesting. Like mixed nuts are a part oh, of your Oh, because like chestnuts roasting, warm nuts. <laughs> this is like, I think when they meant, no, they mean like, like a bowl of mixed nuts, like cocktail nuts. So it's like, it's got cashews and almonds and wall. It's like a whole... Huh. It's a whole I mean, mixed nuts thing. I love mixed nuts, so cool. I'm down. Yes. I don't see that as like a holiday thing, but I don't I, see it either. I wouldn't yeah. even like I would eat mixed nuts as like a snack and during the regular times. I don't think I would go to mixed nuts for a holiday ever. Like I've like, seen like pecans and chestnuts with like a nutcracker. Yes. 
Would you eat the? I'd eat those, but that's a lot of work. Yeah, I, I like I that. that. It's a like, lot of work, but it's something fun. Walnuts. But a whole like bowl of mixed nuts doesn't scream festive to me. I don't right. know why it made all these lists. I don't know either. That's so weird. But it did. Yeah, it is. I knew you'd be here for it because you are nuts and you love nuts. Woo-woo! And now it's time for How's It Taste? How's It Taste? This is the part of the show where we surprise each other with a food based on the theme of today's show to see if we like it. Since today's episode is all about the holidays, that's the type of food we'll be eating. I'm going to ask to go first. Yeah, do it. So... uh. Behind the scenes, we met this morning. We did another drug drive-by mm-hmm. where we gave each other a stash. You gave me a white container. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm not going to open this. I and said, you're but like, you're going to smell it. And I'm going to smell it. I still didn't open it. So I'm going to take a guess based on the smell. The smell is something else. <laughs> yes. So uh, let me ask a question first before I guess it's, is it fried? Yes. Okay. Is it uh, uh, latkes? Yes. <laughs> I got it on smell alone. Yeah, the smell is for real. So oh. I was going to make them for you. Aww. Um. Okay, so here's the deal. Go ahead. Hit me with it. I There's two types of latkes. Okay. Wait, what do I say? You say latkes. I say latkes. Okay, it's got to be latkes. I, latkes, okay. So, I've made homemade latkes before where you grate the potatoes and you mm-hmm. do the whole thing. And then I make, there's kinds that you make out of a box. Mm-hmm. Okay? There's a Manischewitz brand and then there's a brand called Stretz. And you can make them out of a box. And you basically add water and then you fry them. Mm-hmm. And I've made both and everyone prefers the boxed ones better. Okay. Oh. So I was going to make you the boxed ones Mm -hmm. and I ordered groceries and something happened where they only gave me like three out of the four bags. And so I didn't get the latkes. So I was like, well, A, I'm supposed to make everyone latkes because I, it's not, I was going to make like everyone in my life latkes. So I had to go buy those latkes Mm -hmm. because I couldn't make them. And those are from Cantor's. Oh, Cantor's. I love Cantor's. Yeah. So those are Cantor's Cantor's latkes. When you say you were going to make latkes for everyone in your life, Mm. you mean just me. No, usually I do a little drop off of matzo ball soup and latkes for everybody. Oh. Yeah. That's very sweet. I was hoping to be just me because I could be special, but I guess not. Okay. I'm going to try it. Here we go. Wow. Wait, what did you put on it? Oh, I put on sour cream because applesauce doesn't belong on Lockies. Okay, I like it with both. Oh, ooh, that's good. Both at the same time? Yeah, you could do either or or both. No, but what do you do? Do you do sour cream? Do you dip it in I sour cream? I do a one with a bite with just sour cream, a bite with just applesauce, a bite with both. You like them? Yeah, these are super good. If you Can't have just- Cantor's is okay. I still haven't found like the Jewish deli of my life here in LA. I mean, in New York, it's like there's, I mean, you could go to a hole in the wall in Brooklyn and it's like the best pastrami you've ever had, the best corned beef. I haven't really found my groove, but they do a good laka. They do a good matzo ball soup. I think they are here in LA. I just think you have to travel for them, which is the problem. You got to like, you got to do like reconnaissance and then find it and then go there and it might yeah. not be nearby. So, which is basically sums up all of LA. Do yeah. these seem, I'm here for these, but I'm curious, are yours usually that thick? No, mine are thinner than that. Okay, yeah. I'm here for the I'm here for the thickness. But I usually like a Jewish deli has those thick ones like that. Okay. They're good though. They're good. Yeah. If you had to choose, which which do you get rid of? Sour cream or applesauce? One has to go. Oh, I keep the sour cream, I think. But Thank you, yeah. But there's something really nice about that. A little bit of sweetness with the applesauce. That's why I like to mix. Now, when you said that you use it from a box, you mentioned Manischewitz? There's a Manischewitz brand. And Isn't then that there's, wine? 
Yeah, but they make also matzo balls and latkes. Oh, I did not know that. I always thought it was a wine. It is a type of wine. It's the okay. same company. But then there's also this company, Stretz. I think it's S-T-R-E-I-T-Z. Mm-hmm. And they also make matzo balls and latkes, and they're really good. Do Have you ever had Manischewitz wine? Yes. Is it very sweet? It's very sweet. Okay. Did you have it as a child? Not really. We had like we had like a grape juice as mm-hmm. a child, um, and then like when I grew up and drank wine, I got it like a couple times, and I was like, "This is really gross." Yeah, you're you've moved on. These are really good. I really like the thickness. They're really yummy. They're good. Yeah, they're definitely good. I'm definitely here for it. All right. Do you want to get yours? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I told you to go put it in the fridge because one of the components needed it to be in the fridge. I also didn't trust you and assumed that you would look it, look into the bag. So that's why I stapled the bag so Should securely. Should I look now? Yeah, you can look now. But I stapled because I didn't trust you. Oh my God, you got me cheese! <laughs> yeah, I got, now I feel bad, I got you breathe. No, I'm so, it's, well, wait a minute. This is like a spec, this has uh, yeah. mushrooms in it's, it. It's a wild <gasps> mushroom breathe. Oh my, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> and then wait, I got, wait. go ahead. Cause I just ordered groceries before I go out of town and mm-hmm. I only ordered enough for like, until I go away on Monday. And so I didn't even order that much, but they didn't deliver one of the bags. Oh, so you got even less now. So it was like the important stuff to eat for dinner. Like, and now I'm just eating rice and beans every day. Because I refuse to go to a store. So this is like going to be my dinner tonight. This Yay! is so exciting. I, I saw the brie and I saw that it was wild mushrooms. And I was like, that's Lindsay. And then I had to get uh, I had to get you crackers. Ah, and I saw the, the flaxseed crackers and I was like, oh, you like seeded crackers. This is the best thing in the world. Yeah. And then fun fact, I had it in a plastic bag. And Anne said, don't be a stupid guy. Put it in a regular bag like an adult. That's nice. So Even I though I in. like handed you one like thing and was like, here, <laughs> That's take okay. it. All right. I'm really excited. There you go. About I this. want to hear about this. Mm. Is it mushroomy or is it just pain? It's a little mushroomy. Okay. But I actually think it's really... I love mushrooms, but it's yes. not too mushroomy. It makes it creamier, which is really nice. Oh. Mmm. It gives it more flavor than a regular brie. Yeah, it's what I was hoping for. But it's not too, like, if someone didn't like mushrooms, like, it, they wouldn't not like this cheese. Mmm. It's not overpowering. No, this is so good. Thank oh, you yeah. so much. Look at that. A show where we're good to each other. Oh. It's rare, but it happens. That was like the best Hanukkah gift of my life. <laughs> Yay. Wait, Happy I have one Hanukkah. more thing to tell you about the cheese thing, just so Please. you know. I'm going to continue eating this a lot. Piece, so. Yeah, eat it. So it's the same, the guy that I've been seeing mm-hmm. now for like, you know, a couple of months. The first time I went to his house... He bought all these types of cheese because he wanted, he doesn't even really know how much I love cheese. Mm -hmm. I I don't even think I've really explained it to him, but he wanted to see like what kind of cheese I would like. And he bought different types of crackers and he wanted to see which crackers I go, like I would Mm -hmm. be into. Um, Something like we wound up ordering food and we ate so much for dinner that we didn't really get into the cheese. Mm -hmm. And I still think about like how upset I am that we like didn't (laughs) eat more of the cheese. Like (laughs) there were so many types of cheese and then I didn't go over to his house for another like two weeks. So like he ate the cheese and like, I think about sometimes like how much cheese I missed out on. (laughs) It's a missed opportunity that you can't get over it. And this is the only the next, like, I haven't had cheese since then. And I've been really oh, craving wow. cheese. Oh, like, it worked out well. Yeah, I've had, like, sliced cheese, but not fun cheese. Yeah. This is really exciting. Oh, yeah, you got to have the fun cheese. I'm going to take a step back. Let me ask you a question. 
He could find out a lot about you if you told him that you have a food podcast. I told him I have a food podcast. Is he a listener? No. <laughs> well, you're not either. So I guess you guys were made for each other. Yeah. I'm. He would, li- if I told him to listen, he would listen. I'm just like, I'm slowly introducing him into my life. He doesn't need to know about swept away yet. He doesn't need to know all the dirty, deep secrets. And this is, you know, little by little. Baby steps. Okay. Eventually it will happen. Oh, sure. Yes. Okay. I'll tell him soon. We're and going away together for a couple of days. I'll tell him after that. Let me tell you something. This motherfucker needs to know about Swept Away. Everyone <laughs> needs to know about Swept Away. I'll tell him. I'll tell him. I tell him everything else. I'm just okay. like, you know, I don't want to be like, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. It's a little by little. It's it's the way it's the way dating should be. So I applaud yeah. you for it. All right. Well, now it's time for what you eat. What you eat. We're going to close out the show as we do every show with a food recommendation. Anything you are currently obsessing over or can recommend based on today's theme. I don't have anything specific except to say this, and that is eat a lot. Mm. We need it. It's the end of the year. It's been a dumpster fire. You you watch what you eat. I watch what I eat. But this is the time. Just fucking eat. Yeah. Just do whatever makes you feel good right now, you know? And then in 2021, you come back with a fresh perspective. Just fucking eat. That's my that's that. my recommendation is put it in your gullet if it's going to make you happy and then worry about it in 2021. Yeah, I like that. We'll go with I that have one. a suggestion, but I don't know if I have said it before. Hit me with it. You can tell me if I have. So okay. what I realized last night when I was driving home from the beach, don't mean to brag. Wow. Um, wow. Your life is great. I, yeah. I, um, I put, I was like, oh, I haven't listened to Christmas music yet this holiday season. Like it doesn't feel like the holidays yet for me. So I was like blasting some Christmas music and I was like, wow, I haven't watched any Christmas movies yet. Like I haven't done the home alone. I haven't Mm -hmm. done the, you know, Christmas vacation or elf. Like what's happening here? Like we got to get these, these movies going, you know? So my suggestion is this, this week, this weekend, Put on your favorite Christmas movies, make homemade popcorn, okay? Yeah. Put on your homemade popcorn either coconut oil or regular olive oil, and then put nutritional yeast on it. You've never said this. It is, it is so delicious and salt. It is so delicious. It's a little hippy dippy and it's really, really good. Here's why I'm laughing because you've essentially just described the basic nutritional needs of Lily. Really? She lives for popcorn and nutritional yeast. What does she put the nutritional yeast on? The popcorn. That's amazing. I only know one other person that does it, and she introduced it to me. And it's oh so God. good. It's a game changer. How it's does Lily good. know about it? I it's don't so know. good. She, but her, sometimes wow. she's like, I'm just going to make popcorn for lunch, or she'll make it as a snack. So she'll make the homemade popcorn. She'll put, uh, sometimes she'll, she'll put some salt, some nu- nutritional yeast, and sometimes some white cheddar, just a little bit. I, I understand. See, the nutritional yeast takes over that cheese like yeah. craving for me because there is something like textury about it that feels like that. But it is so good. Like I had never even heard of nutritional yeast until my friend taught me this little trick. And it's so yeah, good. Yeah, the yeast really. I love I think that. Now, now that we've had it a lot, I get to the point where I was like, if there's not nutritional yeast on the popcorn, you're like, why, why am I eating this? It needs to have nutritional yeast. Yeah, it's real good. You make the popcorn, then you put a little extra oil on top so the nutritional yeast sticks to oh, the oil. I don't think she does and that. And it is delicious. And it's good with coconut or regular. It's so good. And you sit and you watch a holiday movie. You just shove it in your mouth. Shove, you just shove it. Shove just it in as you're watching in your PJs or your big sweats because you're eating everything. And that's how it should be. 
Yeah, we're just, we're making it work, you guys. <laughs> we're make, you and I are making it work. Yeah, we're making <laughs> it work, you guys. Like, look, I just want to say something because I see and talk to a lot of people, different people every day because I have different clients and mm-hmm. like everyone's really going through it. All the feelings you're feeling are so valid. This is not an easy time. Do the things that make you happy this holiday season because a lot of us can't be with our families. We can't travel. Do the things that make you feel good. And if that's comfort foods, just lean in because we need some levity right now. We really do. It's really hard. Um, it's a really rough year. So we hope we can provide a little fun and food for you guys. That Absolutely. That was well said, Lindsay. And that was just off the dome. <laughs> <laughs> off my noggin <laughs> off your noggin that was damn I wish I could do that that was great and that's our show you can find Food Fight anywhere you listen to podcasts if you like our show please subscribe please share please tell your friends and please leave us a review whether you use Apple Podcasts to listen to us or you don't but you do have an Apple ID and it's convenient for you to do so please go give us a five star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and if you like even more food content go ahead and follow our yummy page on Facebook as well as yummy me on Instagram where we do all our polls. And if you have a question, comment, or just want to tell us how wrong we are, send us an email at foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com and we'll read it on the air. Thanks for listening. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye. Bye.